10 seconds. Which one's your favorite, this one or that That's one? all I need. They're two completely different types of shows, so I can't compare the nope. two. Nope. Okay. Performance is Four, a performance. three, two, one. No. Yes. What's going on, everybody? Hello, welcome, and thank you for tuning in for anything and everything rock and roll. Of course, with a little bit of ADD. I'm Zach. I'm TJ. And I'm Robin. And you're listening to Rock Detention. I don't feel tardy. Gentlemen, how are we? Always good, man. Always good. How you boys? Yeah, we're good. Really? Yeah. We're a little late tonight. Sorry, everybody. Robin, why are we late? Uh, Because I had a... I was on another podcast tonight. Dude, how how did it it go? They only do it on Tuesdays, and they've been doing it for years, so they kind of won out on the, the you know, they had seniority. Um, Understandable. But, uh, oh, and you want to take a wild guess at what episode number I was? Was it 69? It was 169. Hey, that's 100 more, man. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> I just like, was cracking up at that. Uh, but so it's a, it was a show called Comedians Interviewing Musicians, and... Uh, I went on there and um, I was interviewed. Were you the comedian? Yeah, right. Yeah, me. The, the only comedy about me is this right here. Ah, um, oh, shut up. You're <laughs> handsome. Self-deprecating humor. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was the musician guest this evening and I went on and sang several of my songs and had some really hilarious conversations with the uh, host. There's usually two, but sadly one of them was sick tonight. So uh, I just had one. I, I've done it before and... Um, the last time uh, there were two hosts, and we uh, we talked to the other one over the phone, so it was really funny. <laughs> she called right. in like halfway during the show. Cool man. So, was there a lot of laughter? Yes, it's tons of laughter. My and there was there was tons of moments where my mother was rolling her eyes at me. Good. So it, was she at the live show? Yeah, she performed with me on a, on a couple oh, of the numbers. Cool. So yeah, it was a right. lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, and was pre- there a live audience? No, there was no live audience. Uh, I mean, yes, there were people there, but it was only those that were necessary. But it was the first uh, in-person um, live performance that they'd done in a while. I think in over a year. Uh, usually, oh. they've been doing it the same way that we're doing this podcast, where we're all they're all logging in from their own homes and going live that way. So this was the first one they did with everybody in the same room and. Um, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So. Neato, gang. And mm-hmm. uh, and TJ, I heard you're pretty happy this morning. I got an interesting text super early today. Did you want to tell everybody why you're so happy? All oh, the sauna's back. Mm. And the steamer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Good I got lord. That te- I got that text and was just like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, uh, TJ has literally called me every day uh, for the last year uh, complaining to me about uh, how he's great, but the sauna isn't open, and it really infuriates him. But today, Minnesota, up north, uh, that, that sounded New York, um, but Minnesota opened their that's so back. good. That's so good. It yeah, was I great. Wait. I can't wait for tomorrow and the next day and hopefully the rest of my life. Um, speaking of, <laughs> like speaking for like a hundred years. Speaking of TJ, hey, you want to angle your camera down a little bit? You're kind of. Like, I was wondering about that. I was wondering yeah. about that. There you go. A little bit. There, right there, there we yeah. go. That's there we go. Yeah. Beautiful. Shucks. Yeah. Right. Anyways, on. So, on that note, hey Robin, I do want to say this. I appreciate your honesty. That's step one in recovery of like affair with another podcast. So I do appreciate that. Uh, 
W- wonderful. All right, gentlemen, I'm really excited about our guest this evening. I met this guy, shucks, uh, probably five years ago, maybe even longer. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell the story uh, when he's on here in a second. Uh, uh, I mean, you know what? I'm just going to keep it short and to the point. The voice of rock and roll radio, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Dennis Huff. The voice of rock radio. I don't know about all that. I like it. I, I made it. But I'm a voice on the awesome. radio. What's no, that? I'll take it for sure. <laughs> Did you say you're not on the radio? He's no, I vo- said I'm the voice. I'm a, a voice on yeah. the radio. Nah. Nah. Yeah. See, you didn't write it, so you can't get in trouble. And I think no. you're the voice of rock radio. So I'm sticking I guess with that's it. what it is then. I mean, I wish I wish the rock station here in Austin had had your voice because... I, I more just skip oh. it. Like, I'll, they start talking. I'm like, all right, next channel. Okay. I'll go back and see if they're playing music now. <laughs> Push all well, everybody's for sale. So yeah, tell Austin I said hi. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I will. Nah, dude. You're living the greatest nah. city ever, man. Las Vegas rocks. I love it here, dude. So I've been here 15 years, but I grew up in Phoenix. So same desert, you know? Yeah. I dig so it. You, you were used to it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> which is in, in, a funny story a long story a side story i just uh i just found out that i had a i had a melanoma removed off my back the other day you didn't Scary. know it was removed well i did but i didn't oh. know it was melanoma i thought you yesterday. just woke he, up he and was, was sleeping he was sleeping and it was like, <laughs> was like Wait, where's my melanoma <laughs> well dude i'm uh, i'm sorry to hear uh, that but i'm glad you're okay yeah it's all good they cut it out and i just found out yesterday that no oh, good thing we did that <laughs> Oh, Always Lord, check your moles you... if you live in the desert. Yes. Ab- absolutely. And wear your yeah. dang sunscreen, folks. I yeah, s- no doubt. Man. I just like this last six months, I started like moisturizing every day. Uh because <laughs> it has SPF in it, but it also I don't want to look old, man. <laughs> so right. I, I I invested in some good stuff and I don't know. I've been ID'd three times this week. So Is I'm it, gonna Sunbum, Australian gold. Ultra no, gold? it's J Blacks. You get it at uh, Nordstrom. Oh, Nordstrom, that's bougie. Sounds it's, bougie, man. It it is. It's the blue. <laughs> it's in like a, a royal blue bottle. You just need a little, you know. It just Z- oh, oh, Zach just is a little bit. Zach is a very bougie person, although he doesn't let well, us do it. High end kind of dudes, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's man. got a fish tank on his TV in the background. That's no, I mean, look at that. <laughs> that's real. I thought man. those were real fish. What is that? 4K? <laughs> no, dude, that's, that's like 720. That's 8K. That's OLED 8K. No, man. Oh, Lord. So uh, how's everything going in Vegas, man? What's the what's the uh, uh, tourist back? Yeah, man. I mean, everything's starting to come back. It's uh, whatever earlier, whatever last week or whatever, when they were like uh, all of a sudden, hey, psh, no more masks if you're vaccinated out of nowhere, which was strange across the country. It's, I was like, really? No, no warning for anybody. Nobody saw that coming. So whatever, I mean, there's been people here, and now that that's happening, and the you know the the masks are on the honor system, so of course everyone's vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like just like those uh, candies at the store, they're on the honor system. Don't take one; you got to leave a quarter, man. But yeah, it's uh, and I saw something today um, on I don't remember what news station, but it said that uh, June first, Vegas is going back to pre-pandemic, uh, whatever. So I think we're just about ready to go back and, and say, screw it and get back to normal and whatever happens, happens. You know what there I mean? I mean, this city's built on other people's money, dude. You can't shut it down for, for too long or it's going to go away. Sure. Yeah. 
I, so, I, I agree. I, I saw that. I'm sure you're, you've seen on Facebook and whatnot. Uh, Caesars just closed like 25 of their smaller shows and showrooms. Yeah, I don't know why though. I Breaks was trying to find heart, out why. Yeah. Unless I, I, it's just you know bottom line, but you know if they're trying to you know save a buck and push the big shows, I don't know. I I hope that's not a sign for where Vegas is going, uh, because yeah. that should. I mean, in my opinion, I go to Vegas for the entertainment, and you know I don't think that I don't think that gambling and food alone can keep the the place no, alive, no. at least as far as I'm concerned, because I want to do more than just eat and drink. Yeah, so. I mean, there's, there's things to see. And for a while, uh, you know, you were part of the entertainment here in Vegas. I was. So you got to see it from both ends, man. I saw your show. Ah, shucks. I was honored. Yeah, man. Which show? Man, the Rock of Ages, oh, okay. right? Yep, 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 yep. That, um, that was, was amazing. The... Uh, that that was a fun show. I I right before the pandemic, I had toured it for a year. Uh, yeah. And I, I miss it every day, man. Uh, uh, so for those you know, where we met, we actually met at the. We might have met in passing at, at, at like a, you know, vamped or something. The greatest yeah. rock and roll club of all time. Right. Uh, but where in my eyes, where we really like connected and met was at whatever twisted switch. Twisted Sisters' last show, it was like the Heavy Metal Awards. It was at the Cannery Ballroom or something. Do you remember that? Yeah, the Cannery, Eastside Cannery. And, and it was in a big some, ballroom. Yeah, it was a magazine. Like, yes. Uh, uh, God, Vegas Rocks is what it's called. They're Vegas Rocks this. Magazine, right? So and it's a local magazine. I, th I think it's free. Uh, but they had, I don't, dude, this chick's got pulled, man. She had, like you said, she had Twisted Sister and, uh, just all these other, dude, I'm walking through this place and I've run into Chuck Billy from Testament. And I'm like, first off, I had no idea that he was nine feet tall. And <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't work very well for me when I'm three foot two, but I was like, you're Chuck Billy. And I was like, oh my God, that's what a 12 year old would say. <laughs> he knows he's Chuck Billy. What an idiot. I'm like, good to see you, sir. And I just walked away. Like, I'm like, what an asshole. <laughs> no, like, I think he was Billy. probably excited, man. Seriously. It was rad, dude. He's a big dude too. I had no idea. That's the first time I ever met him. Uh, oh my god, that was that was a fun night. But we met. There was an after party uh, up there on. There was the top upstairs store. in like a suite or something. Well, it, it was. Dude, I was hammered. <laughs> As <laughs> you should be a, at a, on a balcony after party, overlooking Las <laughs> in Vegas. Vegas. You know, yeah. now this is starting to sound romantic. There was no romance going on. It's no. uh, zero. A little bit. Maybe a little bit. But uh, I just it, it was it was so fun talking with you, and I'm so glad we kept in touch all these years. Uh, no doubt, man. It's it's yeah, it's been wonderful. A solid human being for sure. Ah, bless he's, you. He's brother. okay. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> I like to watch you play guitar, dude. You're a shredder. Oh, well, like, thank I you. I like shredder. It's so. uh, I, I get lucky sometimes and hit the right notes, and so we'll yeah. That's, we'll that's always it. one of those things that I wished I I you know would have done uh, and stuck with you know and. I see, you know, friends of mine play guitar and they're really good at it. And I'm like, you suck. Yeah, hey, man, it. it's never it's too late to start, first That's of true. all. And second of all, dude, we we would love to do what you do, man. Like, you have yeah. a rad job, bro. I'm not mad at it. That's for sure. It's exactly. 25 years now I've been doing this job. So, so I, I don't want this to turn into like a, a standard question and answer interview. But I do. Speaking of that, um 
I, I'm going to ask you a three-parter. I, I, I want to say oh. why radio, uh, <clears throat> and when did you start? So I guess a two-parter, and then I'll bring in the other okay. parts. Why radio? Uh, honestly, when I was a little kid, man, five or six years old, you know, a little dude, and I loved listening to the radio. And in my dad's car, we'd be driving around, and the DJ would come on, and he'd be like, oh, there's a... a uh, ACDC, you know, this new singer, Brian Johnson, you know, he replaced, uh, you know, Von Scott, blah, blah. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know all these things? How does he know all these things? I want to know these things. So, you know, that parlayed itself into, you know, me getting my circus magazines and my hit paraders as I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, which I don't even know if they print any of those anymore, but I just, it was always fascinating for me. I just, for whatever reason, man, that it drew me. And I just like, that's what I want to do since ACD. I was little. And I used to get, I would even go so far as to, uh, so I'd run a piece of hose, like a garden hose from the radio speaker out the window into my brother's room. And then I'd talk in another one and make him hold it. And I would listen and I would just mock, you know, the, the air personality and say what they said and pretend like I was him and make him listen to me doing it. It that's was so awesome. stupid, man. But no, it just, it was always, I don't know why it, fa it just fascinated me that you could be driving around Listen to some halfwit tell you some random facts about some band that doesn't really matter, but it's cool. And I'm like, I want to be that guy. That's so awesome. I I became that guy. Uh, by it was, by I, what I mean, age? I'm happy. Uh, I was 21 when I when I got my first gig. Yeah. And uh, I grew up in Phoenix, um, and I listened to the rock station 98 KUPD in Phoenix, which is still there and still killing it, by the way. Um, and I always just, I was like, oh, I want to work at KUPD. And there was the morning show, the morning mayor, it was Dave Pratt and Rob Trigg at night. I used to stay up way past my bedtime and call the overnight guy and request fade to black for Metallica when I was like a kid, he never fucking played it, but <laughs> it was, it was funny, man. When I got older and I ended up, you know, applying for a job there as an, like an internship and they put me on the street team and whatever. And that guy, Rob Trigg, was still there. And I'm like, hey, man, do you remember when I used to call you at night? And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? You were that do guy. I remember some, do you remember a kid? No, I don't remember you, dude. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say yes. I was so excited. Like no, the no, elephant, no, no, the no. Rolo. I was like, yeah, 15 years ago, I remember some brat kid calling me at two in the morning. But he still worked there, so it was kind of cool because we're still, today, we're still kind of pals, so that's kind of neat. But I ended up working at the radio station that I loved and I wanted to work at, and it was a big dream, and I worked there for 10 years, so it was pretty cool. I love that. What, who was your, did you have a Mr. Miyagi? Like, did someone take you under your wing, or did you start out as a janitor? Like, how did you started work out, your way up into that? Started out on the street team. Uh, I did start out on the street team. Well, I went, uh, I, I went to a, I don't know what that is. Was you know the guy that hands out stickers and drives the van and sets oh. up the remotes for the, for the live broadcast for the DJs okay. and that kind of thing. Well, see now I so, know. Thanks, Robin. All right, so I start. So I went to a, a broadcasting school. It wasn't necessarily university. It was more of a trade school type of thing, where they taught you things, and then uh, when you actually get a job in radio, they tell you to forget everything that place just fucking taught you and charge you ten grand for. You know, <laughs> they taught me the rudimentary basics. Okay, right on. But they were they were ten years behind the times at that school. So do you like, oh, have crap, to right? go to to a like an accredited school that tells you what you can and cannot say on the radio? Uh, no, I did, but you don't have to. You don't even have to have a broadcasting license anymore. They did away with that, like God, before I got in. 
you used to have to actually like renew your license every year as a broadcaster oh. for whatever reason. They just thought that was a stupid idea and stopped doing it. So I never even had one of those. What are your, what is your opinion? Do you, do you <clears> think <throat> that they should keep doing uh, that? Okay. No, I mean, you just, you know, use common sense. I mean, you know, you know what you can't say, uh, on, you know, on a public, uh, forum, I guess you would say, I don't know what the, uh, like I watch family guys sometimes at night and, and they cuss and I'm like, well, how come I can't do that? It's on TV. I'm just on the radio, but sure. I, you know, I, I'm also not Seth MacFarlane, so he could probably get Touché. away with a lot more than Dennis well, Huff from Las Vegas. He but, probably, I imagine he's got lawyers who can fight for him if, uh, if right. someone's offended. And there's, there's a lot of touchy things. Like I can say I'm pissed off, but I can't say I pissed on someone, <laughs> you know, I'm pissed but I can't, I didn't take a piss. You know, those are two completely different things. I can't say the one. Right. Hmm. You know, I didn't let so. you know in this, in the pre-show, you can say whatever you want on this podcast. So don't worry. You can say piss on or piss off, whichever you prefer. <laughs> I remember that band pissed on too. You remember them? I, TJ? Oh, oh, yeah, great actually, flap. That's, 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 uh, I'm stumped on that one. I wish I did. All right. Look them up. They're cool. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I so don't anyway. want to get pissed on. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, this is that's this, not what I expected. This is the second, po- the second podcast tonight that I've been on that's talked about peeing on someone or pissing on hey, someone. Oh. Hey, we're talking about bands, Robin, not peeing. Yeah, you sicko. Oh, on a scale of one to ten, urinate. Ah. Yeah. I like it. Hey, Robin, right. can you say something funny real quick? I am sweating. I forgot. To- turn my ac on before the show so say something funny i'm sweating oh, dude, i'm Robin sweating t- too but you don't see me complaining that wasn't funny no okay you ever pissed on anyone robin no i haven't and i'm not going to like no i'm good i mean would you even consider it what if somebody like offered you 20 dollars no like, maybe if i really like, like like if i really 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 hated someone maybe all right. i'd consider it fair enough but uh <laughs> Wait, no. so I left to, have you ever pissed on anyone? And then I came back to, I'd consider it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I changed his mind. Yeah. Eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks, that's all it took. Yeah. Capitalism right there. At oh. work. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so I, I, long story short, I got in there and uh, I applied and, and I worked for free, handing out stickers on the street and driving around in the red rocking van and handing out candy bars and then they started letting me work the board a little bit and for other shows. And then, uh, you know, I got a little weekend show, uh, trial or whatever, and it worked out and, um, that moved into overnights and then, uh, the seven to midnight show. And I did seven to midnight there for the rest of my career. And then for, for a total of 20 years up until about nine months ago, I got moved to mornings. Now your show was just you alone, correct? The seven to midnight. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, you're currently on BS in the morning, right? And that's Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday, six to 10. Okay. Now, um, I am not awake during those times. So please forgive me. Now, is, is that a, (laughs) is, is that just a straight up talk show or is it all Uh, radio? No, it's, I mean, it's a say it's your, it's your basic, uh, you know, whatever morning show we got, you know, music and then. We'll come on and do something stupid or play a game or make fun of somebody or just talk for, you know, eight, ten minutes and play a couple more songs. And so gotcha. just more talking, really. And there's three of us. 
Now, do y'all have to come up with all of that material, or is there a producer oh, yeah. that writes the show? No, that's 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 we're all on our own, man. So in between, like when music's playing, we're on our phones and the computer trying to figure out, you know, okay, what's next? We got you know seven minutes. What are we gonna do? Oh, we got to give this away. We got to give this away. Uh, also, oh, I did this last night. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Yeah, right on. And then we just—it's all very very fluid. And I kind of, as I've been learning how to work on a team, which I've never had to do, uh, that's been very helpful because it's just fluid and anything can happen. If we're gonna do this in ten minutes. Somebody gets a better idea four minutes before that, drop it, do the new one. So it's cool. Dude, I, yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally dig that. Are you, are you, do you find yourself, um, uh, uh, being more into the, the, the team or do you miss having your night thing? Um, Dude, I mean, to be a hundred percent honest with you, dude, if they were like, we'd like you to go back to nights tomorrow, I probably would. Okay. Just because that's my comfort zone, and I know that's a cop out, because I'm just that's what I'm good at, and I've done it for a long time, and I can do it with my eyes closed. So this is the first time in 20 years of my career that I've been challenged. So I think it actually has been very valuable to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I don't. I still don't know how to do this job, but apparently it's working. The ratings are doing great, and everybody <laughs> seems to like the vibe. So D don't change anything, man. Don't change anything. Yeah, uh, you're so obviously doing something different. right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a choice. By the way, when, when, uh, when they moved me um, last August, they got rid of uh, the the main morning show host that we had, and I think 99% of the reason for that was just due to money. He was making a lot of money, and I do not make a lot of money. So, <laughs> but you have a great time, and you get to drink yeah, good ice. So yeah, no doubt. So he made a lot of money and they were looking for money, you know, because radio lost its ass last year, man. I mean, nobody's going to advertise, hey, come to our bar, come to our restaurant if they're oh, fucking shoot. closed. You yeah, know I what I mean? So, like, no, no one's driving to work or anything, too. So, like, no, nobody's driving to work and there's nowhere to go. So, who's you can't, you can't advertise a concert. You can't say, hey, come down to Buffalo Wild Wings. You can't do shit. So, everything shut down. Oh, yeah, dude. Radio lost billions man billions and so you oh, know, movies us, and just like too, everyone else yeah movies so they were scrambling to find money you know the corporate comes in and they're like dude we are losing our ass and we're spending this get find me money get money off the books so that's what they did so they got rid of a handful of people that were making a pretty good chunk of change and they kept the ones nice. who are making you know a fair amount of money you know so right. i'm i'm still making night money for doing a morning show which on one hand sucks but on the other hand, they saw value in me and wanted to keep me. So I that's pretty, keep you. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? It, it's that means totally. a lot to me. So it is uh it six to ten. So you're you're waking up at four AM these days? Yeah, dude. See, well, and here's that's... the thing, on on a side note, I was waking up at four AM because you know, I live out you know the city. I'm out almost to Boulder City. Oh wow. Yeah, dude, and the radio station's out on Flamingo and Durango, other side of town. So I got a 60-mile drive. Is that the place drive. I met you at one time when I came out to the Probably. station? Or has yeah. it been multiple places? Yeah, that was the same one, yeah. Okay, right on. I don't remember the reason for that. Either way, so it's like not only am I – dude, I've been going to bed at 4 a.m. for 20 years. Exactly. Now I get, so I've had to – this is a whole adjustment, man. So now I'm getting up at 4 Cause I got to have time to mill around, you know, and empty myself out, drink some coffee, whatever. Sure. And I got to leave by five so I can get down there by like five thirty-five and get my crap in order. 
Okay, so you're not doing it from home. Well, I am now. See, um, long story. So August, they move any mornings. So October, they sent my two co-hosts to work from home because they were like, well, we don't want you all together because if somebody gets exposed, all sure. three of you are going to have to be quarantined. So they decided to send those two home and had me uh, at the radio station probably because I just had more experience behind the, the control boards. Sure. So that's fine, whatever. So we've been doing that. And then these two got vaccinated and they said at work, everybody who's vaccinated, uh, bring your proof of vaccination. You can come back to work. Well, I do not have a proof of vaccination. So they were like, well, you can work from home then. And I'm like, right really? On. Okay. So, you know, on one hand, I'm like, okay, it's been safe enough for me to come here for the last 15 months and work and you can count on me. And now that I can't be around vaccinated co-hosts, I don't understand because they're safe now. Right. Sure. But whatever. I'm not going to I'm not going to make that argument. It's not mine to make. I'm just like, yes, sir. So now I sleep till like 450. Okay. <laughs> there you well, go. I go downstairs, have some coffee, and then I come right back up in this room and and they log me on and I just I do it from here. So whatever. I don't know how long that's going to last. But. Is it easier? Did you find it easier like working nights because like your mind's already awake and it's like nighttime or is it have you adjusted? Yeah, man. I just I mean, sometimes, dude, it's still we like right now. What is it? Uh, so it's almost eight o'clock here. Normally, I try to go to bed about eight or eight thirty. I'm not even the slightest bit tired. Last night, I was up till eleven thirty, just staring at the ceiling because I couldn't go to sleep. And some nights, you know, it's like I'll fall asleep at six p.m. It's just I don't really. I'm still trying to change all my circadian rhythms. I guess I don't really know how how long that's going to take. But man, it's a struggle sometimes, dude. I'm, so, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but it's just, it, that's, can, I mean, can, to be in a habit that long, so. Of course. Is there anywhere we can listen to the morning show without being up in the morning? Yeah, get the app, bro. Um, well, yeah, on uh, you can go to our the website, comp.com, and there's a, a link where we we basically upload the morning show like a podcast. Okay, right on. Every day. I know we haven't for the last couple of weeks because they're switching over servers or some kind of crap, but, um, but we just, we upload the podcast, so it's only, it's, like all the music and commercials and crap are cut out, so it's just the bits that we do. Okay. So it's like forty-five minutes to an hour, but so all the all the commercials and music are missing, and it's just you know when the rejoiner and then we come on and do our wacky little hey hey this morning kind of crap, and, <laughs> you know fucking whatever. I love but, that. Yeah. I love that. Um, let's see. Uh, let me let me go through. I don't know. So anyway, I, I know that took four days, but hopefully I answered your question. <laughs> no, you, you you absolutely Sorry. did, but we 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 actually like I, I I have a whole page of things I wanted to talk wow, about. Look at that, dude. Dude, I'm a I'm a preparer, okay? See, um, you are doing what I should be doing. No, this is you are, dude. I just my mind goes a thousand miles an hour, and if I don't write it down, I'll forget something. So next time I'm in a relationship, I'm gonna start writing shit down because then I won't forget to say some of the things that I should have said. Or wanted to say, right. um, you know, you know when you're like you're you're mad at somebody, and and you've got all these things in your head you want to say to them, and then you get to yeah. them and you, you just say an eighth of what you wanted to say. Right. That's me. So um, okay. Okay. I, I I I'm just starting to write things down. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Good um, idea. I just have a, now, an image uh, of Zach just walking like walking into an argument with his significant other, and he's just like, "Excuse you, I have." 
Hold on. Yeah. Or just with no notes, huh. she she just starts yelling and he just goes, you're right, and leaves. It's like, <laughs> I got no argument here. No, dude. It'll, it'll never happen notes. again because I'm writing that shit down. And be like, you made me feel this way. I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't this. Mean this. in red. You need to hear this. I use purple pen on this one and then red. See, the, the colors get brighter the longer you go. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh Man, okay. Excuse me. Robin, take take over for two seconds while I while I gather my notes for a second. All right, I'll I'll ask a uh, I'll ask a generic a generic uh, question. Um, that, that's that's always right. really interesting to talk to radio hosts about. I've I've asked several in Austin here. Um, what was what was a moment on the show where you were like something happened or maybe you had a guest on the show or something and it, it you were just like, all right, this is fucking cool. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll, dude, I'll tell you, the, one of the first ones that ever happened to me was Vinnie Paul oh, coming on my show when I'm like 21 years old. Uh, and I do, used to do this bit at night. It was called the 9 o'clock foreplay, and I would just play the four top requested songs of the day. I and like it was that. shit, just whatever. They were very popular songs, and I'm like, I'm sure a lot of people request this. So he was in town. Uh, they were doing something, Pantera was, and... Uh, somebody from the promotion company, which I don't live nation. They used to be called evening star. Mm. Um, at least, at least in Arizona. Anyway, they are live nation now, but, uh, the lady Mary Passarella shows up with Vinnie Paul. Hey, uh, Vinnie wants to be on your show. I'm like, bring him in here. And I'm like, Hey dude, we're going to do the uh, nine o'clock foreplay tonight. It's going to be your favorite four favorite Pantera songs, Vinnie. He's like, right on, man. And he just, he just picked four songs from Pantera and fucking we played them. And I was like, son of a bitch. There's no fuck. I didn't have any cell phone yet. I mean, this was like, you know, 1998. Yeah. So there's no picture of that. Do no you nothing. remember the four songs? I dude, I have no idea. No clue, dude. I, I'm surprised I even remember being in there. I was wow. so fired up, dude. And sure. so nervous and exhausted when he left. Just all my adrenaline. Was sure. Just, oh yeah. I do know he let me pick one though. And, uh, and I picked uh, The Sleep, and he's like, wow, you go deep with us, man, don't you? And I'm like, dude, that's a great song. What are you talking about? Did, did you ever think that that you – that was the first time you met him in person, correct? Um, I think so. Okay. I mean, when you – at 21, did you ever think you'd end up being actual friends with him later in your life? No, dude. It's such a trip, man, how life works, right? Because uh, – you know, I was growing up, you know, I was always a metal kid, man, but Anthrax was my band. Anthrax, you know, Joey Belladonna years, that was just my shit. I mean, that was, I learned at a point where you could all, you could be a rock head and be a skater kid, and there's a band for you. That's Anthrax. Oh my God, because I was that kid, you know? And uh, I was watching Headbangers Ball one night, and they did the world premiere video for Cemetery Gates. And I'm like, and I watched that video, and I was like, son of a bitch. What am I going to tell Anthrax? Oh, man. <laughs> they just got fucking one-upped, man. So the next day, I went and bought that the Cowboys from Hell cassette. And it just, I was like, no way, man. And I just, that was my shit. That's my band. That's my Led Zeppelin. That's my favorite band of all time, forever. Ask anybody that knows me. It's Pantera. Yeah. And to, to, at one point, in, you know, later in life, in your 30s, and it's just like you're just pals with, you know, those guys. It's just very strange because there were a couple of times at the house here in Vegas 
where, you know, I'd be sleeping one off. I wake up at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning and crack my eyes open. There's Vinnie Paul sitting on the couch in his underwear looking at his fucking stock ticker on his phone. And I'm like, that's fucking Vinnie Paul. But it ain't. It ain't anymore. He, he stopped in a weird way. I forget that he was Vinnie Paul when we were just hanging around. Sure. Like, I would forget that that was him. It was a different, like, I, it was a weird disconnect. But still, I would look at him once in a while, like, out to eat or having a drink or whatever. I'm like, it's fucking Vinnie Paul, man. No way. Absolutely. You know, in my 40s. And it's just like, wow, dude. Coolest guy I've ever known, man. And it's Absolutely. just to, to, to be, uh, you know, they always say don't meet your idols or whatever. Um, but, man, he was a him and him and his brother were my heroes, my heroes when I was a kid. And I got to know Dime a little, not like pals, but he never knew my name. He's He'd come through Phoenix on an OzFest or something. Radio dude! He'd yell it from across the fucking grass, and he'd have two shots in his hand. Uh, I'll take name. it. Radio dude, it, there's yeah. much uh, worse it could have been. He knows who I am. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, yeah, so me and Biddy had lots of long talks, man, about uh, just, just old days and stuff. I'm like, dude, I used to stand in line and try to be the first one to buy your tapes and bought your concert tickets and whatever. And he was like, no, fucking, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. He got a kick out of it that I was a fan of his. So I, I love that rest is soul, man. I, 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 I got to <clears> hang <throat> with him several times and it was always an absolute pleasure. Uh, yeah. and I loved watching him interact with fans, like, like out and about, you know, when yeah. we were at vamped, you know, he, he would take time to sign autographs and take pictures with people. And, and it was, it was beautiful, you know? Yeah. Dude, he always, always made time for people. He knew where, you know, he knew where his bread and butter came from, man. Yes. And he was a music fan, too, growing up, you know? So yeah. that's why, uh, like, he had similar stories that I just shared about him, about him and Billy Gibbons. You know what I mean? Like, he just thought Billy Gibbons was the shit, you know? And then he and Billy Gibbons became friends, and he was fucking tickled that Billy Gibbons was his friend. That's awesome. Like, well, I mean, but good old Texas exactly. boys, man. Yeah. They breed just, them good. It's all relative, I guess, man. But uh, yeah, what a what a trip, dude. That you know, like a, you know, same similar story to the Van Halen brothers, where they just they wanted to be Van Halen. You know, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, back in the day, man, before like Vinny and Dime would go up on stage at a show, like they were getting ready to go up and just blow the fucking place up, and they'd fucking high five, they'd pound each other, Van Halen, and then they'd fucking go up on stage. That's awesome. I did not know that. That was their little cheers. They'd be like Van Halen, and they'd fucking go burn the place down. Wow, so cool, so that's so awesome, man. Gosh, I I don't even cool want to change that, the subject because I I do yeah. have some more questions, but they're gonna sound so oh, lame man. after what we've just been talking nah, about. It's all good. How can you not talk about Vinny though? I mean, you and you know you and I have you know spent time around him, and sure. I was one of my best friends. I love talking about that guy. He loved talking about that guy. He loved being Vinny Paul, man. Of course. Well, and if we're going to talk about Vinny, we have to give a shout out to our very dear friend, uh, Mr. Christian Brady, whom we oh, both Brady. Oh, all yeah. know. Christian was our first guest right. on this podcast. I, I watched that episode, Zach. Ah, bless you. Thank no you. Intended, I watched but it. Hell yeah. Ah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a while back. So, it, yeah, Christian's but, a good it, dude, man. He really is, man. He he was he was like a still is I don't know why I said was he he's like a brother to me man uh, uh we got real close out in Vegas and um, yeah. another just 
unbelievable musician and and huge hearted guy, you know. Guy, man. God, he's, he's just he's like a beast, man. You put him on the stage. I I saw him play once. Uh, I mean, God, it seems like I want to say a couple months ago, but I know it wasn't. It was because last year's a race. Sure. But he played. Uh, remember that band, the Moby the Moby Dicks that tour around? Uh, yeah. Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was jamming with those guys, and I'm like, son of a bitch, dude. Is there anything you can't do, bro? Dude, he he does it all. Dude, I love seeing him with Frankie. Totally, totally, man. Plus, those guys are like old school brothers, so mm-hmm. like they just they know each other so well. Just they play off each other very well. Dude, very cool Frank- dynamic. Ladies and gentlemen, if you if you don't know who we're talking about, Frankie Perez out of Las Vegas, Nevada, oh, Nevada. Uh, uh, unbelievable frontman, unbelievable singer, songwriter. Um, Robin, I think you'd especially dig Frankie mm-hmm. Perez's stuff. Okay, um, I'll check it out. I will. Uh, I will. Super cool, soulful will. rock dude, man. I love myself some soulful rock. Absolutely. Plus, he he was uh, the touring singer for Apocalyptica too. Oh wow! Okay, then I've heard then I've heard him yeah. sing. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, you know him. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> it's the, you if know, it's the same a... guy. If it's the same guy I'm thinking about, he's fucking great. Yeah. He, he sure is. Uh, I I love his originals, man. I mean, I, he does a lot of covers in Vegas, but I I love his original yeah. stuff. It's, oh, totally. It's, it's really cool stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the little interview part because there there was some, um, uh, uh. How do I how do I word this? I, I want to talk about like politics in radio, not the politics you think I'm talking about. Yeah, like this uh, is a no politics no politics show. But yes, the politics. <laughs> Politics and radio, that is a... Uh, I've got some friends in radio here, and that can be a bitch to deal with sometimes. I, I, I believe Where's here, it, Robin? I don't, I don't oh, remember if you Austin, told me where you Austin, were. Austin, Texas. Okay, so Austin. Yeah. Okay. TJ's right. in uh, MSP. Minnesota. Uh, let's try and get another sponsor. By the way... Uh, cherry juice. I don't know. I got cherry juice tonight. It's also oh. a scoreless game right now between the Knights and the Wild, but we'll move on from there. I'm, I'm Wait well a minute. I'm well Wait aware. Are you... Yeah, you watch right the now. same game? No, I'm not watching it. I just I have the little the little uh, score thing on my phone yeah. so I can see if anybody. We couldn't scored. have picked a worse day to do this podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> are you all opposing teams? Oh yeah, yeah. So the Knights are playing the Wild, Minnesota, Minnesota. round two, round two of uh, the playoffs, round yeah, or who's, game two. Who's winning? One. It's zero, zero zero. Nobody. It's zero to zero. Uh, okay. Oh uh, well, Minnesota it, beat us, so we're. They beat us one game. So, the, so. it's one yeah. zero game game yeah, wise right zero. now. Okay. Yeah. Go sports. Um, <laughs> and that, that's all. I'm not even really so a sports guy, but I just I just love the Knights, man. A- as do I. And TJ, I love you to death, brother. But uh, but my heart does go for the Knights because I, I was I was I almost went to Vegas on Sunday. I, I was, was like, screw it. Like, was, why not? I'll go hang out with Keith. I was gonna say <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna see where Zach falls on this whole thing, and then I'll just go with the other team. So, TJ, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Robin, way to go, kid. Listen, let me tell you what the Knights did, man. Knights like brought this unity to Las Vegas. And 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 like just the whole energy of the ch- the town changed when they came in. And and when did they come I went, in? I, I, 2018? 3 years ago? Mm-hmm. 2 or 3? Years ago. Yeah. The and, thing was is they were they were putting together this team and during that is when we had that uh, October 1st uh, mass shooting out of the Mandalay Bay. My friend was, was uh, in, my uh, friend was, was playing. I was in Norway when that happened. Oh, uh, in the airport. Okay. Wow. But yeah, so they were putting this 
hockey team together and that happened and then the hockey team rallied around Las Vegas and they're like, we're fucking here for you and blah, blah, blah. And they just were like, we want to be Vegas and we're here. So it was it was good timing and uh, it was just it was pretty special, man. And they they seem to mean a lot to everybody in this town. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I want to get to a Vegas Raiders game. Well, I would like to go see one of those. Has, has that started yet? Well, it did last year, but there was well, yeah, I mean, they didn't no, no fans. So. Okay, so yeah. it's the Death Star. It's weird to stadium. me that they're the Vegas Raiders now, because I've always known the Raiders. It is pretty strange, isn't it? Yeah, weird. Yeah. Me too. Where were they before? Well, now I just where were they before Oakland? Oakland. No, before Oakland. Uh, L.A. Raiders. L.A. Yeah, was yeah. it the L.A. Raiders? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. Mm. Now there's a rumor around here that uh, they're trying to bring the Oakland A's here permanently and That's get what an I heard too. Las Vegas A's. Athletics. A apostrophe yeah. S. It stands for athletics. Yeah. The and their elephant. Uh, elephant is the uh, logo. Yeah. In theory, uh, an A or an elephant. Nice. Well, we got a, we got the farm team, which is their farm team for the A's, the Aviators. So. So many A's. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of A's, man. Huh. <laughs> hey. That's great. We're basically an A hole. Oh, oh, there it is. I was waiting for ass or something to yeah. get brought I'll, into there. I'll see myself out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But uh, I'm just but yes, glad I, to be hearing someone else making the puns tonight. Yeah, I had dad jokes all days, man. Good. Coach <laughs> <laughs> just said good. Um, well, the, the, gosh, I, this question almost <clears throat> seems ir- irrelevant now, but it, I know the answer to it. But for yeah. the people that are listening that don't know the answer, I want them to know about it. So I'll, I'll it, it's basically what's that? I'll answer the best I can. I mean, w- w- <laughs> I'll just be straight up, you know, and yes, I know the answer, but I'm still right. going to ask it for the people who want to know. Are there politics in radio? Um, uh, you know, is, is 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 artist A getting played more than artist B because money is getting funneled under the table over here like that kind of shit? Absolutely. Now, a, a long time ago, there was a law that was passed, and it, it, it had a There's ridiculous a name. What's that? Yeah, the payola. Is it called payola? Yeah, it's yes, called, payola. if I pay you, you know, a hundred bucks and pay your rent this month, if you spin my new band, that's payola. That's illegal. Yet it still and happens. That used to happen. It does. It's just it's a little more uh, inconspicuous than it used to be. I mean, once upon a time. You know, the guy pushing the new Fog Hat record would show up with the record at the radio station and he would cover the record in cocaine and say, let's rock and roll. You know what I mean? And he'd mm-hmm. throw a stack of cash down. He'd be like, all right, what do you think about, uh, you know, Freebird, man? Go get this on or what? You know, it's, it was that blatant and that. Do they all talk there. like they that? Shit. Pretty much, man. <laughs> they old Southern rock, man. They ate for wine. They're from Canada, eh? but they still talk like that. That's all. So, uh. Uh, I also figured out a way to bring in April Wine into this conversation. April so, Wine, great band. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. So yeah, it used to be very blatant and nobody cared. I mean, early days when I used to, when I um, was starting to get like some air shifts here and there, um, I used to host a heavy metal specialty show on uh, on Sunday nights, and there was a guy that will go unnamed, but offered to pay my rent. And offer to give me money if I would play uh, a particular album by a rap rock group who likes the Nookie. <clears throat> Don't leave it at that. <laughs> and I, it wasn't okay. that song, but uh, I was like, dude, no, I'm not gonna play that. I, I play Slayer. I play Sepult. 
Sepultura. I play Gore Guts. I play heavy metal. You know, it's it's an extreme metal show, you know. Um, and he's like, well, what, you know, what do you got any bills that you can't pick up? I'm like, look, dude, I can't even talk to you anymore, dude. Sure. I got to go. And I just hung up the phone. I'm like, dude, I, I'm like, am I being trapped or tested? Sure. Or, or is this legit? But I don't want to be a part of it either way, dude. And I'm and, also not going to take money to fucking play Limp Biscuit. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. We, we named Oops. names. Sorry. Uh, I, now, at this time. So you, uh, you I don't didn't know. do it all for the nookie. I did oh. nothing of the thank, sort. Thank you, Robin. I don't know what a nookie is. I know it's a song, but I'm thinking of like a cookie stuffed with an ice cream hat. right now. What's that? It wears a red uh, baseball cap. Oh, okay. A nookie. So yeah. not a noogie, a nookie. No. Um, but we now, know a noogie. What, if, you, if you needed noogie tie, I miss him. He was awesome. Portland, Oregon. Um, <clears throat> at this so time, sorry. Anyway, I'm guessing yes. this is early 2000s at this, this point? Was, this was probably 1998, 97. Okay. Now, let's say it was, uh, is it the FCC? Who, who controls the radio? Yeah, FCC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say it was a trap from the FCC and you had given into it. Is it jail time? Is it uh, lose your license? What is the punishment? If I'm not mistaken, that's a felony. Wow. If I'm not not 100%. But yeah, that's no joke, man. That's federal crime. We have okay. Google. I will find out. Now, how do, <sighs> how do these, for example, in Austin, there is um, there is a segment on the weekends called the Homegrown Show. And uh-huh. they play they play music from um, only Austin bands. Uh, right. We have that the, here, actually. I'm sorry? We have one of those. Oh, well, then it's Vegas. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel yeah. ridiculous. It was Vegas. Oh. Um, it was called The Homegrown. And how do yeah. they get away with that? Because the show is all about just doing local stuff or because there's no money involved? Well, there's no money involved. Um, and there's no there's no record labels. There's no promoters. There's no there's no anything. These are all self-produced. I mean, local bands okay. who pay, uh, you know, whatever it costs to go to some local studio, hide out or whatever and record their album and hopefully get radio play. But there's no money involved and there's no artist uh, representation and there's no managers and there's no record labels. So, so what makes payola is is when money's involved. Right. But if, but if they were, if they were to say, Hey, I'll give you 50 bucks to play my song this weekend, that's, that's against the law. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, sweet. Or, you know, or an eight ball or, you know, pay your rent or whatever. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't a, do a that. A form of uh, compensation. Uh, yeah, but I think I think it still happens, man. It's just a little un- more under the table, and it, it, I think it's a little more like, hey, you want to go out for an eight hundred dollars sushi dinner? Bring your wife and uh, you know whoever. You sure. know, I think it happens more like that now. But hey, man, I mean, have you been to Daisho Sushi over on Easter? <laughs> it's phenomenal. No. Okay. I'll take you there next time I'm in Vegas. Okay. What's up, Robin? So the penalty for violations uh, can be high. It can be a $10,000 fine and up to one year imprisonment imprisonment for each offense. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I will not be taking you for sushi, sir. Yeah. Hey, I'll go. <laughs> like unsolicited. Like, no, I mean, there's no I mean, we no, should, we should still sushi. just go to sushi. <laughs> like, was that, was yeah, that, should, you've now said sushi and I'm hungry. Yeah, is it Yellowtail at uh, Bellagio? That's too fancy. 
Chianti, man. Come oh, on, God, dude. no. Oh, We're drinking Bud dude, Ice over here, no, man. No, no. Can't even afford you can't even drink beer. About. It wasn't even that. I know, it was like 100 water. bucks a person. It was fine. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I heard that they um, some of the hotels are back to free parking. Did you hear that? Uh, well, they were, and then I heard that they're all going back to paid parking. Yeah. Right. Dude, I, I, we don't have to go off on a huge rant, but I'm going to go on a quick rant. I think <laughs> Vegas screwed up. I don't know why I'm pointing, but I'm going to point. I think Vegas screwed up when they started charging locals for parking. Because 100%, dude. I don't go We all anymore. stopped going to the Strip. Yeah, all of us. I only went to the Strip if I was working, and I same <clears> somehow <throat> found a way to find free parking You know, at, uh, by either getting an employee badge or something. But uh, <sighs> but if I have to pay 15 bucks to park, I'm probably not going to go hang out on the Strip. Well, here's the thing: is it's instead of paying fifteen or twenty bucks to park on the strip, I'd rather spend. I'd rather go park at the Tuscany for free and take a nine dollar Uber, and know that that money's going in this dude's pocket anyway. Yeah, and Amen. not some billionaire. Touche, touche. Like Tuscany's so. great, great. Well, you know where there is free parking at Ellis Island, and you know what else is yeah. there? Two dollar and twenty five cent. Actually, I think they raised it to two fifty. Sorry, two dollar and fifty cent house made brewed beer, and it's awesome. There you go. So when are we when are we going to Vegas? Uh, whenever, well, whenever. Like, June first. Right I think they're opening back up. Okay. Um, well, I understand that Rock Detention is going to give away a free trip for two. <laughs> Hopefully that, for me. Oh, and did I read that wrong? Robin, are you buying that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funded by Dennis Huff. Anyway, call in now. Uh, well, there's no number to call, so that's not happening. Uh, okay. Wait, a few more phone, questions. Why is my phone me. ringing? Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, another two-parter. Um, of course. This just seems so lame after these awesome tangents we're going on. But that's, I want to know. That's the beauty of the podcast. I have a scatterbrain, Zach. I apologize. You're, no, don't trust no, me. You're, this, this whole is, podcast is scatterbrained. And that's the, that's uh, the thing we love about it. So, so this is a... a a four-parter. So I'm going to start with... Oh, now it's where do four. You see... He just doubled up, bro. It was a two-parter. Now it's a four-parter. I, I said what I said. Uh, because I'm going to inc- I'm gonna mix these together. So the blanket statement is, where do you see the music business going? Do you agree with... Uh, uh, and This is not coming from my mouth. This is... I hear a lot of people say this. But I right. want to know your opinion on it. Uh, do you agree with the blanket statement of rock is dead? I hear a lot of people saying that. Um... And uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna stop it right there. I'll just keep it a two-parter. Okay. Well, uh, the first part where I see music going, I think I see it going all uh, digital and singles, man. I think records are gonna stop happening. I think whole records, albums are gonna stop happening altogether because there's no money in that anymore. The the cost to make it and what you're getting out of it is shit. So mm-hmm. you want to put out two cool songs and release those and sell them as singles, you're gonna make money. You're going to sell this whole package of, you know, 12, 13 songs uh, digitally or physically, but with, you know, liner notes and whatever. People didn't want that. They want to buy the one song they know. It sucks. I I mean, I got turned on to a lot of absolutely phenomenal songs and bands by buying whole albums. But I just I think I don't think that's a viable uh, business model anymore for bands, especially up and comers. I, I totally Agree. Just go would, ahead, Rob. I'm gonna d- disagree to a point. I definitely think up and comers, yeah. up and comers, like for me, like right now, I've only I've done one EP of four songs. I've released one single, and I'm now doing another EP of five songs. And so, uh-huh. 
for me that right now it's an up and comer. That makes sense. You know, I use your money wisely and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. But you know, when you get into like, I grew up as a warp tour kid and all those uh-huh. bands on that tour. And man, to this day, I still buy those albums and those fans are still ravenous for full albums. Like they want to know everything yeah. by those bands and that, that, uh, but I, I could, you know, flip that entire conversation. It was like, well, it's, it's that genre and that, that community of fans. But if you get into the people of like, that are fans of like Katy Perry and Justin Bieber, it's like, they don't give a shit about the rest of the album. Like they don't care. They want right. to hear the singles and that's all they want to hear. And so I would like, that's why I, I think I half agree, like I half agree with that statement of like, yeah, uh, you know, if you're in pop and mainstream it, it, radio, yeah, it's a single, it's absolutely a singles market. It's been a singles market for the last like three years, but there is that, right. that, that those genres or those, uh, communities of, you know, and I, so this is where I say that rock is not dead because I see it as the rock. It's right. the rock bands that are still making full albums and the fans are ravenous and wanting to know every lyric to every song. They want to know those facts, those random right. facts that are, that are in the liner notes. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're not as big as they were, which is unfortunate. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that too. And as, as a part two of that question is, is rock dead. I don't think it's dead. I don't think it's ever going to die. I think the, and I'm only going to use him because he seems to be the main offender, but Gene Simmons is the one that keeps saying, you know, rock is dead. Rock's not dead, dude. Just because people stop going to kiss concerts, bro. Um, I, I wouldn't I, and I, and I don't even, It was amazing. I don't even mean that as an insult, but dude, it's just because people aren't writing, you know, dude, you're from a different era, bro. And most of those guys and most of his contemporaries are fucking dead. Yeah. Or close to it or retired. So it's rock's not dead, dude. All the guys that you toured with stopped, but it's not dead. That, that chapter is over. Of course it is. See, I didn't know that Gene Simmons was the one who started that statement. Yeah, he has been. I don't don't know if he started it, but he's definitely said it. Yeah, on that note, too, I'm with both you guys or all you guys. Like, Brock, I don't think will ever die. Nor do I. You got you to know where to look, too, because, like, how many European bands and stuff? Yeah. Guys, like, they have it figured out right now. Like, there's some kick-ass songs, well, music, over yeah. in Europe. And, like, I think, you know, honestly, it sounds bad, but I think Nickelback was pr- – or Buckcherry was probably, like, the last people to climb the charts and mm-hmm. rock. I love fucking Buckcherry. I love Buckcherry. You know, and I would say I that, that I think one of the biggest – because it's sitting right behind me, but look at this, dude. That's one of my favorite fucking albums of all time. Oh, so good. So Very good. cool. I got to see them live at Nam. It was pretty pretty good. Uh, I've never been to Nam, dude. I never went. It's Oh, you got to go. At yeah, least we, once. we we we'll all, Vin, we'll all Vinny go. invited me once with the with a bunch of fellas, but I just I couldn't go and I was like, "Ah, it doesn't really sound like something fun." It, it, to so I'm going to go with you. To experience it one time yeah. is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a, it's, you know, it's a music manufacturer's showcase. It's like Comic-Con for music heads, right? right. Is that what it yep. is? Dude, it is. Much, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're, we're going to, I'm putting, I'm putting everyone on the spot. We're going on uh, air. All right. I'll be, I'm there. We're going to winter Nam in, in Anaheim. Yeah. 2022. Done. I'm there. And you're coming, Dennis. 
Uh, right. I will right. say it's we, only a five-hour drive. Uh, we go to Disneyland. I have a weird thing about never go going to California, but I might make an exception. Yeah, you gotta go. Well, Come roll we'll with have, us. Uh, we'll have Daniel there. Daniel. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know Daniel Knight, Dennis? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. No. Amazing musician, bass player, guitar player. Drummer. He was on the podcast a few episodes ago. Drummer. All right. Um, I he, wait a minute. He did talk. He talked about Prince on the show, right? Yeah, or was he that did. all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about Prince. Okay. He he dated Prince. He dated a girl that Prince also dated. Okay. As well. I didn't know if that yeah. was if we talked yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. He dated a girl that Prince also knew as well, and that actually got Prince to be pissed at him. And the, so Daniel had like a broken foot or something at one point, and Prince came over and like stepped on it, and Daniel pushed him <laughs> over with his crutch. So that's his that's his amazing. Prince that's story. Like, well, and da- da- Daniel's like six five. Yeah. He's a and big, you know, huge black like, dude. Like five two. Yeah. So. And uh, but wow. yeah, he's a sweetheart cool of a man. Um, but yeah, he's he's been talking to us about going to Nam. So you join join us uh, and go with because he's he's been going to he lives in L.A. So he's been going to Nam for years. Um, okay. And uh, well, keep me in the loop. Yeah, I sure will, man. <laughs> uh, this that would be we'll a do, lot of we'll fun. We'll do rock detention live from Nam. Hell yeah, and go. we're going to try to On sneak location. in a cooler of Bud Ices into Nam. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um, I'm sold now. <laughs> so, so to kind of uh, segue, you know, from the comment, what we were just talking about, uh, yeah. there's, there was something that I had in my head a while ago that I want to ask you. As a radio person, um, A, so this is, this is a two-parter. Um, a, what's what's okay. kind of your suggestion for for new bands that are trying to break into that radio play world? Um, yeah, because here in Austin, I mean, it's a bitch. Like, though, you may get one, you may find one radio host who likes you and will spin your song for a you know a few things, but to actually get into rotation in the state, mm-hmm. what is what's a suggestion that you have? And then B, um. And I'll just you know be as be blunt on the question: Is it worth it to go after radio play? Um, if you're you know in this in this day and age, as much as I like, I still listen to radio all the time because the one right. like, those few stations here in Austin that still play really great stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I well, here's the thing, man. They'll do they'll do study after study and it'll always come back that, you know, 90% of, of human beings listen to the radio yeah. at one point mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah. Even if it's by accident, even sure. if you didn't turn it on, you, you listen to my radio, you heard the radio yeah. and it's free. It's always going to be free. It's always been free and it's always going to be. So that as far as a band, what, what should they do to try to attract a radio to want to play them? Well, I mean, uh, clearly the songwriting and the song has got to be good, but Dude, quality of recording okay. is something that I think people have seemed to have forgotten about, man. Amen. Dude, you and your girlfriends, man, at, in front row in your show, just because they love your song doesn't mean it sounds good, dude. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta. That's that's where you start to invest in yourself and your product and your name and your brand. You gotta spend money, dude, and you gotta make it sound. Quality-wise, as good as that goddamn Nickelback song that you heard 18 times yesterday. Yeah. It's got to sound that good. Not necessarily the song, but the quality, man. It's got to sound good. 
And if it sounds like some cheap MP3 that you've recorded on a four track, it's not going to go, dude. It's just not. It sounds like shit quality wise, and nobody's going to want to hear it after it's on for five seconds. Yeah. And as far as is is radio viable, and should they uh, go after that? I mean, yes, because it's free. It's so you really lose nothing if you get if if you keep trying to get your song on the radio and it finally happens, it's on. Yeah. And if people like it, it's it's oh, dude. How many fucking times have you heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit" on the radio this year? You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? If, if people like it, it's always going to be there. Yeah, sure. And you know, we pay for that. We pay a yearly fee to BMI and ASCAP and all this shit, millions of dollars, which you know goes into publishing and all that shit for, you know, Courtney Love or whoever the hell's getting the money now and. I mean, we pay a lot of money to these publishing, so that's the other thing. Get your write the songs, dude. Get your name on the publishing. Yeah, that's where the money is. Yeah, who gives a shit about the recording, man? Make sure you have. Oh, your you played on it. Big order. deal. I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Get your paperwork. That's in order, why every. Kids. That's what one thing that I thought was cool when I used to read the inlays on all these cassettes and CDs, man, and I'd see all these people that the band members thanked. I was very curious to see who who's this Gugga Garth guy and all these producers. I didn't know who the hell they were. I was twelve, you know. Come to find out later, that's a you know big name producer. He called himself Guga Gagarth because he had a stutter. I didn't know that though. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? That's a way to look, yeah. that's a way to, to uh, you know brand. Yeah, brand yourself. No shit. So, so but you know Terry Date and all these producers. So it would just I would be like, dude, hire these guys, man. Hire these guys. All of these band members have their own production company, and they're all listed. I'd like to thank you know. Jimmy Joe Bob records. And I'd like to thank yeah. uh, cheesecake records. And I'd like to think I dropped my sandwich, you know, recordings. And are you hungry? Every, a little bit. <laughs> You're mentioning all food. Was that all food? It was. That's okay. Just, uh, this is published by Bud Ice in a can I publishing. Say Bud Ice. There you go. Dude. I Okay. So, so is that yeah, anything that's to do with is, Bud Light? Dude. Yeah. It's, it's Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. It's Anheuser-Busch. Okay. Uh, Right on. Uh, so, so anyway, that you absolutely did. So, I was gonna say, do you? I don't think this. This is a question. Uh, okay. Do you think radio is dying because of things like streaming and podcasts, uh, or do you think it will always have a place? But you, as you said, ninety percent of people still listen to it. It sounds like that's your answer. Is yeah. yes. Well. I will be perfectly honest with you. And again, I have no, no research in my hand to back this up. This is my opinion. Uh, I think, you know, once upon a time, you wanted to hear music, you turn on the radio. Sure. That was it. That was your choice. Yeah. Unless you, you know, bought physical copies of music. There, I'm talking about before MTV and all that bullshit. So the MTV showed up. But here's the thing. They said MTV was going to kill radio. They said cable TV was going to kill radio. They said satellite was going to kill radio. CDs, everything was going to kill radio. Nothing's going to kill radio because it's free. But the thing is, is everybody's got, you know, they're listening to podcasts now. They got their iPods. They're listening to their Google Music on their phone or their iTunes. So there's a million other choices now besides radio. So radio had the whole share. And now they're sharing that with 50 other options, mm -hmm. you know sure. what I mean? So it's never going to die, but it's not, you know, did you hear that song on the radio? That doesn't get thrown around at school much anymore. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, but again, I, it's always free and it's always going to be in your car. Absolutely. I, I use the radio to 
to discover new music, to, to see what's hip, you know, what people are yeah. listening to, you know, and I'll go to like the top 40 because living in Nashville and trying to get into the music business part of things is, you know, I need to know who the big country acts are right now. You know of what I mean? Of course, yeah. Uh, so I, I use radio for that, um, you know, but believe you me. I still got my 80s metal station on Pandora and 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 right. It's uh, uh I don't know. I, I well, you then, don't hear much 80s on the radio I'll, anymore. I'll be curious yeah. to see no. I'll be curious to see what happens coming up because Apple just announced that they're going to start streaming in high quality. Yeah. Yeah. So be I'll be I'll be interested uh to see kind of where that takes it. I don't expect much to change from it because no. To me, the 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 uh, um, like for us, we'll be able to notice a difference because we've listened to right. all of that. But like you know, the the lay person is not gonna. I don't really think they're gonna really hear a difference unless you're listening to something that's like most people won't. Yeah, if you're listening to Justin most Bieber be or tell. whatever, like you're not gonna hear a difference. But if you're listening to something like. Uh, uh, fucking, fucking like Metallica, Rush. yeah, like Rush or something, <laughs> or or like you know a new Metallica album, which I don't know if they've released anything recently, but you know those albums, I mean, like they take the time to really like mix and yeah. master those albums, and so when you take that and you put it down into an MP3, you can hear the shitty quality. Um, but, of course, but then when you know you up that to high quality, I, I wonder if if I, I, I don't know, I'm curious about that because I thought that was a really interesting thing for Apple to just randomly kind of announce well now. yeah the thing is is they're going to put that you know they're going to put it out all out on high quality and people are going to listen to it on their shitty phone through a little tiny fucking speaker right. at the bottom of their phone they're not even going to know yeah it's, it's, it seems like a waste of time and a waste of space although I w- it's a marketing scheme although man. i will say of course the, yeah the speaker on this phone is pretty stupid, ridiculous. Well, they're leaps, they're leaps and bounds from you know yeah. years prior. I mean, I don't even know what the hell I have. It's a Samsung fucking something or other, whatever that new one is, but <laughs> it sounds great. You know, I put it on the table outside and I have a, uh, you know, a beer. And I was just before we started the show when you texted me, Zach, I was out there watering my goddamn bell peppers because that's how cool I am. Hey man, <laughs> you know, did, just, wait, did uh, you have a butt ice in one hand and your hose in the other? Hell yeah, just making sure. <laughs> hell yeah, of well, uh, and uh, I, I want to end it on on this. Um, Are you throwing me out? Okay. Oh no! In, 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 is there I'm, anything? I'm, I'm just messing with you, man. Um, well, no. If you if you got a story or Listen, a uh, Mr. Huff, we've had enough of you. I just wanted to throw that out there, sir. No, no, no I, it's all good, man. I just I know like that you have every a... day on the radio station in the morning show. Okay, Mr. Huff. Yeah, I do. I do have to get up. <laughs> Exactly, and I, I don't want to keep you up too late. Uh, but I, I, I did I, read somewhere in your uh, bio that uh, three of your favorite things are wings, beer, and off-roading. Uh, true story. It it is true. So I already know your favorite beer. What's your favorite wing? And when you talk about off-roading, are we talking about jeeps, four-wheelers? What what's going on here? Are we talking boneless uh, or bone-in? Exactly. Uh, well, I do like. I first off, I like the bone-ins. Boneless wings are not wings. Those are. McNuggets. Chicken nuggets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> less uh, messy. Uh, off-roading, I, I was probably at that point talking about I, I was a big uh, four-wheeler enthusiast, you know, quad, ATV, whatever you want to call it. Nice. Right on. Which I recently sold because, well, I had to take a pay cut, and that sucks. But lots of, that's another sad story for another day. I can always buy another quad, right, Zach? Amen. Uh, you but, will uh, have another yeah. quad. 
Uh, wings, dude. Uh, you know what's it's funny, man? This, uh, I was just talking to somebody about that maybe, I don't know, this week about uh, they got wing stops out there. Yeah, we, I've heard we, we have wing stops in Austin. So, yeah, so wing stop. They got the fucking uh, mango habanero oh. sauce. Dude. All I'm right. so addicted, but the thing is, is I haven't been eating that. Dude, I've been on a diet. I don't know if I told you, but I've lost 30 pounds since, like, March. Damn. Congratulations. Yeah. So like, you're, due, you're, due, you're due for some mango habanero. You earned it. I got tired of being chubby. <laughs> Dude, and I was like, great. I got really, really comfortable and really lazy over the last year, and I'm like, you know what, dude? I was 240, and I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. Yesterday, I was 210. I'm like, come on, we're going. That's so, awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah, so so I've been laying off all the crazy, you know, wing sauces and stuff. I'm eating a bare naked uh, grilled chicken breast and oh, stupid yum. shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very, very chicken boring. And broccoli. I'm house sitting for my uh my aunt right now, and she uh gets like this she's a super health nut thing, and so she gets these like deliveries and she asked me, she was like, Do you want me yeah. to do you want me to stop those, or do you think that you'll, you know, you'll want to cook? And I was like, well, what's in the delivery thing? And she's like, well, it's like fresh grown, locally sourced vegetables and like all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I know I need to eat that stuff. So yeah, Keith, like get the delivery. I got the delivery, and it's like these three containers of, you know, fresh potatoes and fresh zucchini and all this stuff. And I'm going, yeah, okay, okay. Now I got to learn to cook. All right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so it's not cooked. It's just raw vegetables. It's just raw vegetables. Oh, yeah. So it's like fresh grown carrots and zucchinis and tomatoes. And, and it's pretty, it, it actually is pretty cook. cool. It is. I was like, okay, it's I'll do this. Great. And I got some advice on the potatoes. Cut them into long strips and deep fry them and then pour salt on them. You mean french fries? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what <laughs> No, are. I'm going to make it. Ma- Dude, I'm going home tonight. I'm going to make mashed potatoes. Well, I'll tell you, the only way to make those better, if you're going to be frying them anyway, is Fry them in butter flavored Crisco. I that I, <laughs> I just gained, I just gained weight. You're gonna hearing. go in, go in. Like <laughs> my cholesterol and my weight just went up listening to that. My grandma used to have a bucket of Crisco, like when she was a baker, and and it just always grossed me out. You know, just like big scoops of lard. Yeah. I don't know, not my favorite, but it tasted delicious. Um, I and my my not, uncle not delicious, first, delicious. Uh, Delicious. Delicious. Her son, who's my uncle, he's kind of we. She's no longer with us, and and so he kind of took over the the cookie making in the family, if you will. And uh, uh, and I was like, what is the secret? And he's like, butter flavored Crisco. So yes, you I are. Am. You are on to something. USA. America. <laughs> I've like never seen Crisco actually get used. Like I know what it's all about. No. Oh, I I remember using Crisco to to grease up the frying pan when we would make breakfast in the morning at my grandmother's house. Like my entire life, I felt like it was always I heard about Crisco, but never like saw it in action. And maybe it was behind the scenes. Wow. I was just like, dude, I used to have this Crisco thing. It was my a whole deep life. Fryer. It was called a Fry Daddy. You remember those? I I don't. It was just like a little deep fryer with a basket, and oh, but you're no. supposed to put oil or whatever. I would just throw a whole fucking thing of butter flavored Crisco in there, and that and let it wow. like loosen up and turn into a liquid. Fry whatever you want in there, sons of bitches. Sounds bananas, <laughs> fries, bologna. Don't matter. Have you yeah, ever had absolutely. Have you ever had a, a a deep fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Hell yes. Oh my god. Where the 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 Dallas State Fair? No, my girlfriend my made me this thing. She she made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I'm just like, I was sitting there looking at it. I was like, no, this is not going to be. Oh my god, this is delicious. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Been I, all I, my I, life. I haven't had it in a while, but I used to get uh, so the Minnesota State Fair had like uh, deep fried candy bars, like Milky Way, Snickers, Oreo. Yeah. You take the it. Last, I do those myself, dude. The last time backyard. I had, so besides the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, the last time I had something that was like deep fried, it was the Texas State Fair when we were playing and I blacked out on stage. I don't remember the mm. show at all. Like, wow. And it was dude, maybe you had a stroke or something. I think like, you it, was, it was, it was, it had, it had to do with the heat. I mean, we were on a stage where <sighs> it was not covered. And I don't know how Chris did not. Uh, so Zach and I used to play in a, in a group together called Drum Jam. And Chris was kind of the lead guy. He was like the, not the front man, but like he was the one who was in the center. And, but he was constantly moving around. And I don't know how this guy did not pass out, you know, but he also yeah. probably drank a shit ton of water. And I did not. Uh, and I had like a deep fried milk ball before getting on stage. And I don't remember the show. <laughs> I, I guess I did fine playing because no one yeah. was like, wow, you sucked. We we still hired you for another gig, <laughs> yeah. so it worked out. Yeah. Man. See? It's all part of your uh, act. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> deep fried peanut butter and like, jelly sandwiches. We're like, sorry, guys, this guy just had a deep fried peanut butter and jelly, so he's not going to make it the rest of the show. Stroke. Well, stroke. just let him twitch, man, with the carnage to move him later. <laughs> Hopefully he twitches on beat. What's the uh, what's the score? One to one. Uh, one to one right now, buddy. How we much more? Second uh, period. Second oh, there's period. still quite a bit of game left. Yep. Oh, okay. What quarter? We scored first, exactly. and about thirty seconds later, uh, Vegas tied it up. What quarter are we Let's in? See, man. Uh, period. Periods. Two. Yeah. Sorry. I'm... Go yeah, sports. Here go sports. Two, it, so. I I said quarter, and I'm going. That's not right because there there's only three periods, and then you said period. I was like, that's right. right. It's period. <laughs> And, and each team scored a basket. Yep. So far, man. Sport ball. Yeah, we're, we're about to score a touchdown. <laughs> I'm just being funny. All righty. Um, Robin, TJ, did y'all have anything else you wanted to add, ask, or say? Uh, Can I get my song played on your radio? <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence in the straight face. Wow. Wow, Robin. Hey, that should be uh, awesome. Well, I'm going to tell you where, where to send me an envelope full of blow <laughs> and cash. Hey, what, what kind of rent you need paid this month for our single? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just curious. Yeah. I mean, just, or, just hypothetically. Like, my my new single being in the, in, the, in the same envelope has nothing to do with it, so. All fair questions, and I will just tell you that everyone is for sale. <laughs> the whole music industry is smoke this. and mirrors, and if you believe that it's not bought, of course. still. Then... I'll say this. I didn't mention this earlier, but vinyl is making a huge comeback. Talk about yeah, what's that head. all about? It's and it's expensive. Yeah. I was at it the is. Barnes what Noble the, the other day. It's like thirty-five ninety-nine for a dang deer vinyl. Well, how much do you think it costs yeah, to make? Got my white lion back there. Yeah. My white lion. If I could take my camera, if I like, I have well the camera that I do have that I am using. If I could, if you oh, guys yeah. were seeing that, I would just turn it over. I have a massive vinyl collection. I love vinyl. Well, dude, I don't know. I used to get CDs for like two ninety-nine over at Cheapos. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I see the the Sinatra vinyl behind you too. Yeah. Is that Sinatra? And Guns N' Roses? You know, and White, White Snake? Snake? It's a funny, uh, yep. you know, funny thing. I was uh, uh, watching uh, Don Rickles roast Frank Sinatra oh earlier God. on YouTube. Man, so that, dude, that's pretty random. Just but legendary. I gotta for this record that... since we're showing off records. Hang on. I got to show you this one. My daughter bought me for Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> Is that the... Hey, Robin, why don't you ask him if that's... Uh... Is that the 1985... <laughs> One, shut, Robin, shut, 1985? shut your mouth. Just shut up. What happened? 
we were so on the on the Eddie Van Halen episode that we did the day that he passed. Um, we were yeah. supposed to have Christian Brady, and Christian was like, "I'm sorry, guys, I just can't do the episode tonight." We totally understood. We were like, "You know what? We need to do a Van Halen episode, anyways." Um, like yeah. this is we we gotta honor him. And I, my dumb ass, forgot in the lit when I listed off the the albums, I forgot Women and Children first, and then referred to 1984 as 1985. Like, uh. just like two <laughs> ma- like major faux pas, and so they've never let me live it down. Absolutely. So, that 1985 album is great. That was you great. How many people know about it? Yeah, was that uh, hot for Twitter? Uh, <laughs> well, there's my Incubus CD. I was wondering where the fuck that was. Oh. No, my, my daughter was up at Flagstaff, and she saw this in a uh, uh, secondhand store, and she knew that I had uh, I wore that T-shirt, and she bought it for me for like $12. Hell yeah. Love it. And I was like, wow, dude. Ah! Cool oh. kid, nice, dude. The hell? Yeah, this one's all this is all beat to hell, yours. But... Oh yeah, I, I bought this one. one secondhand at like a half price books for five ninety eight. So yes. speaking of of metal, uh, and you you have an appetite for destruction uh, behind you, TJ. Um, I was at Barnes and Noble the other day, and uh, there was a brand new sealed appetite for Destru- destruction for four ninety nine, and it kind of broke my heart. Okay, so but wow. beware be wary of new pressed vinyl. Do your research on where it's pressed because they... it, it was a CD. Oh, it was it a wasn't CD. vinyl. Oh, okay. If it was vinyl, I would have bought it for four ninety nine. Are you kidding me? I would have said, "Hey, pick up eight. But uh, do your research when you're buying vinyl because uh, in this day and age, because if it's a new pressed record, some of the vinyl plants they just they don't do it right. They're not they're not pressing things correctly, and it does not sound good. Um, there's a vinyl wow. pressing plant here in Austin uh, called Gold Rush Vinyl, and they. They do it right. Uh, if if you get anything from Jack White's vinyl plant, he does things right. But yeah, there's some, I've gotten some new vinyls from some of my favorite bands, and it just sounds not that good. They're they're just horrible. And I've always I've noticed too that it's those though like a lot of times when you get a, one of the new vinyls and they're like they're not black, they're like the you know, uh, they're like white and blue, or there's you know they're colored. Those don't sound that good to me. They don't sound the same as like the just traditional yeah. black vinyl. Um, That's funny. Yeah. I'm probably the uh, I'm probably like super old guy here, but I, uh, I've, no, that's I've TJ. TJ is actually 53. Yeah. He looks great for his age. I, I age well. <laughs> yeah. Are you being serious? No. no. We're all. We're. I think all <laughs> I three of us are 31. <laughs> I'm the oldest in the yeah, group. Yeah. So, so 19 uh, 1987. I was 12, uh, and I ran home to watch the world premiere of uh, Welcome to the Jungle on MTV oh. in the middle of the afternoon. Wow. 12 years old. It's 1987. I remember that because uh, July of that year, I saw my very first concert ever, and that was Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> yes. I wish I could have gone White Snake opened up for them, and it was Tommy Lee's fucking birthday, and there was chicks and boobs and motorcycles and fire and Motley Crue, and I was fucking just oh my god i can't believe i'm watching this changed my life that day changed my life oh yeah oh yeah gosh yeah. that would change my Dude, life that was a hell of a tool Axel man rolls in his teased hair that's like the only time he yeah. uses hair and then after that he's like just bandana and backwards hats let's go i'm, cu- right. I'm curious about this <laughs> i'm curious about this new uh tommy and pamela movie coming out there that they're doing right now What's I that saw that. Yeah, it's that. it's uh it's star it's starring Sebastian Stan and uh like what are they gonna do? Just like recreate the porno? 
No, I think they're going to tell their, their their romance story or whatever. I don't know. But oh. Yeah, the the minute I saw that baby's arm between his legs, I was done with both of those guys anyway. <laughs> they look like a summer sausage, man. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, I guess... hopefully we'll have Tommy Leon to talk about that more in the future. No doubt. Let's get him on. No, I would. I, I don't. I don't know if I'd be able to talk. He is as a drummer. He is one of my idols. Like back. I mean, guy. dude, he's gonna have his clothes on, Robin. I, Gosh. I, oh, no, not that. Settle down. Robin, his face is up here. He is. <laughs> prob. He's probably. I would have to say. I would. I would be. Uh, Satisfied in saying he's one of the best drummers there's ever probably lived. Absolutely, that dude is amazing. He's a fucking he's an artist with the fills. He's got a fucking flow. He's got the swagger. He don't fucking miss. The dude's amazing. Well, and I would I would wholeheartedly say that like I don't think there's drummers who could play circles rudiment wise around him, but his sure. his pocket yeah. his groove his fills just like he's dude, one it's of the, all heart man. Yeah, every he doesn't waste a fill, and there's like ever. Uh, I would say that he's the um, in the drums. He's kind of like the he's like the Mike Campbell of drums. Like Mike Campbell, who's the guitar player for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, that guy never wasted a note on his guitar. Every everything that he played is tasteful and it's right there. It's in the pocket, and that's Tommy Lee on the drums. Like agreed, man. Yeah, the dude. The, the, I, I, he's always blown me away. All the way from you know Too Fast for Love with a little. <laughs> And he just does all this weird stuff, and all the way to like Primal Scream, where it's very basic and very driven, but but it's fucking clean, dude. It's good, and it's exactly what it needs to be. Yeah. And that band couldn't have been shit without yeah, him. It wouldn't have worked. Did no you way. enjoy the movie? I, you know what? Sadly, I did not see that. I haven't. Seen, I you still should. haven't seen it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. There's. I've heard it would it would it would bum me out like it was shit. Did you like it? I did. Right. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, was it? It's. I mean, it's a true story, right? But sure. I heard like they left uh, a bunch of stuff out that they should have. Like they, they put the razzle part in or something. Yeah. Am I? Am I? No, okay. So yeah. It's been two or three years since I've seen it. Whenever it came out, but uh, I, I enjoy. But dude, it, I'm but... a sucker for the '80s, so I love anything that dude, has same. hair metal. Yeah. Dude, I live there. I live there most of the time, dude. I mean, that was my shit. Did I really hope the answer is yes? How do you feel about Firehouse? I love Firehouse. Thank you. That's I all I need. I love to know. Firehouse, dude. I like how you dude, said. I hope, right I hope the answer is yes, and then you didn't ask a yes or no question. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. You, you love Firehouse, right? You love Firehouse. Oh, I think I was gonna say. But do you like Firehouse? But they also had. But they also had good production, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the record sound. That album sounds so clean. I no. mean, look. Uh, I don't know if Mutt did that or not. But like, are you familiar with you? You like them, so you're familiar with the song "Shake and Tumble." Yes, yep. yes, dude. It's a fucking rad. It's a stupid song, but it's a rad fucking song. You know what I yep. mean? It's about fucking. Yep. It's a dumb song, you know, but it's it's so cool and it sounds great in my truck, dude. Dude, that came on David, my Pandora today on my Firehouse nice. station. Nice, David Prowse. Right nice. after that's or, all she wrote. Or ought to be a law, fucking, like up the, the opening lyrics. Ought to be a law. Are, up against the, the sky wall was great. and spread them, baby, and it's like. That's what you're gonna go with, but hell yeah, that's fucking awesome. So David dude, David dude, Prater, Prater probably Prater, uh, David Prater produced their first two albums, and then their third uh, one, Firehouse Three, was produced by uh, Ron Nevins uh, Nevison. Um, dude, I yeah. saw, I saw Warrant 
Trickster, and Firehouse on the same tour. Oh, the tour. Blood, Sweat, and Beers? Oh, God, I don't... Dude, it was 1990. Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Beers tour. That's a, that's a good... Was that's it? That's a good tour name. It, oh, hell yeah. That would have been awesome. I've been, yeah, like, like, starstruck once. Something. And, like, I usually don't get starstruck, but when I ran into Trickster, I was like, you guys are Trickster. <laughs> trickster. Hell yeah. <laughs> of all the people, I was like, you guys are Trickster. They're like, yes, we are. That was me and... See, I, I don't know. That was me and Chad Smith. When he watched, wandered into Eddie V's one night, it's a restaurant in Austin here that I play at, and he wandered in, and I was just like, "Holy shit, that is Chad Smith sitting at the bar," like, and I'm just staring. Rumor at... has it that was actually Will Ferrell. So I was going to, I was going to. I'm say glad that. you said it, so I didn't have to. I was gonna say it's like, man, Will Ferrell, I love your drumming, uh, and uh, but my the guy who was Boats playing hoes. the guy who was playing keys was was a friend of him was a friend of Chad's. That's why he was. That's why he came in. And uh, he turned to me and he's like, do not mention Will Ferrell or he will leave. Like, apparently he's calmed down from that. Apparently he punched somebody. Like, he actually got in, like, a lawsuit because somebody came up and made that joke and he just got tired of the joke and hit him. That's the well, story that I heard. drum off, too. Yeah. Well, I think that's where he buried that. Like that that's when he was like, okay, I'm just going to bury this joke now. Like, move on from wow. it. So. <laughs> I, I want to end on a really high note. Uh, would you okay. mind telling your story of that guitar you showed TJ and I? I was really hoping oh, you really? were going to play a high note. I'm going to end on a high note. Yeah. Bing! Uh, high note! Okay, so, the story. That's actually something I'm going to start doing. I like that. End on a high note. Uh, what, just that big big squeal? I'm going to end on a high yeah, note. Man. And play a high note. I'm going to try to find something real quick here uh, on the on the inner tubes. Because I can't remember all the bands that were there. Oh, what the hell's going on? Dude, I know we're on a live show. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll stop. Fuck it. We'll do anyway, it so live. 19. Well, fuck it. We'll do it live. So I was working at a rock station in Phoenix, uh, 98 KUPD. This was a long time ago. So it was. Uh, so they had recently built Bank One Ballpark, which I don't even think. I think it's called Chase Field or something yep, now. The, yep, the baseball yep, stadium yep, there. Yep. Diamondback. So they're. There hadn't even been a baseball game played there. They just built this thing. So New Year's Eve of 1998 to 1999, uh, we had a big concert there called New Year's Evil. And it was uh, the first and last show to ever happen in that place because our listeners and all the fans fucking destroyed it and ripped all the seats and the grass out. And they sued us and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, but it was, so uh, it was a great show. Had, it was a wonderful show. Yeah. So we had uh, Megadeth, Pantera, Slayer, Soulfly, Cold Chamber. I mean, the list fucking goes on. All these huge, huge bands, man. Um, and, uh, God, Clutch was there, I think. Anyway, so Megadeth was finishing up a world tour, and they jumped on this big festival uh, show that we put together. And Dave Mustaine lived in Phoenix at the time, big Arizona guy. So he played uh, his signature Jackson uh, Y2KV, of course, with the Arizona flag on it, like this one here. And he played that on a world tour. And he handed, after the show, he handed that to my boss and signed it and gave us the road case. And now I own this guitar signed by Dave Mustaine. This is, I love you guys, KUPD rules, Dave Mustaine. And it's his wow. guitar, and he played it all over the fucking world. And it's the only one with that Arizona flag. And uh, I got that hanging up on my wall here, but I wanted to show Zach earlier because I know he's a big guitar head. Man, yeah. that is such a cool story, man. 
I love so that. red. And I got the road case and everything that, with it, man. So does the road case say Megadeth on it? No, it's just it's just a black Jackson case. Right on, right on. Oh, yeah. I thought you might like that, Robin. Oh man, that was dope. Like, so. But yeah, I uh, I saw him. I don't really know Dave that well. I did back in the day, and I saw him on Twitter a while back when he was coming through town, and I was going to go see Megadeth, and I think the show canceled. Um, and I just I I tweeted like tweeted back or whatever whatever you want to call it. I retweeted Retweet. him. Uh, but I sent him a picture of that guitar, and I was like, "Hey, dude, remember that?" And he didn't say anything. So. Oh. <laughs> well. There's still we'll, time. I was like, hey, you want to buy it back? Forty grand. <laughs> No, maybe we should start like a hashtag, like get uh, get Huff to Megadeth or something. Get Huff to Mustang. Oh, no, he's gonna uh, ask for it back, and then I'm gonna have to because that's a gentleman thing to do, and I don't want to be a gentleman and give it back. So I'm keeping. Okay, then no one start that hashtag. Yeah, nobody ever say anything. Huff does so, not yeah, so have. I've had that. Back. I mean, we've had that since 1998, and it's been mine for 15 years. So damn, dude, that's that's dope. That's, that's pretty that's dope. dope. Man. If you stiff, is kids still saying dope? I do. <laughs> and then I showed you this one earlier from uh, used to hang around. Uh, this one used to hang up in Vinny's house, and they oh, gave man. it to me when we were. Uh, I was helping them clean out the house and stuff, and getting ready to sell. So I have that. That's pretty cool. Very cool. What's that strap behind you? Oh, that's just a little little squire, a little cheapy. Is it one you play, or was it given to you? Yeah, no, I played. It. Yeah, it's just mine. Okay, right on, man. Just, I thought maybe you know, uh, you know, Ingve Malmsteen gave it to you or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, is he still playing those squires? <laughs> hey man, shoot, I don't care what the head the headstock says, man. It, it he'll make anything right. sound good, you know. Our uh, yeah. Dude, it was but, funny. Uh, I was just watching. Dude, I'm a sucker for those. Uh, what do you call them? Reaction videos. You ever watch those? Yeah. YouTube. On YouTube. I don't know why. I watched one once, like a couple of years ago, and then it, you know, I fell down a rabbit hole. And now there's all these guys that I watch, and they, I'm like, I've been watching for days. This guys, these different guys, they're like rappers or whatever people that aren't in metal. BRB boys digging, and they're digging on like, uh, you know, Texas flood and fucking all this Stevie Ray Vaughan shit and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, that's what that must be what it feels like to fucking discover Stevie Ray Vaughan. Look at his face. He doesn't know what to think. And I'm like, because I remember when I used to be like, you know, oh my God, this is so crazy. I love Stevie, but I watched this one, man. And this guy's just watching uh, whatever the fucking, some Ingve tune. And he was like some composer or something. Rising and Force? Like, uh, I don't know if it was Rising Force or it was just Ingve with an orchestra. I don't know. Either way, this guy was like critiquing Ingve, And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, oh, there goes the E-F-E-A-G again. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. What do you, dude? Pick up a guitar and show me you can play better, or shut up. Yeah. Yeah. A so, amen. Oh, he just he plays fast. That's his. That's his. That's his bag, right? <laughs> yeah. It, that's that's what he does. It. it I I love Ingve. Um, and and what he well, yeah. does, he he does phenomenally. Um, it's amazing. Hey. I can watch him for about fifteen minutes and I get bored. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, it's only so long I can watch some guy jack off, but. <laughs> <laughs> basically what he's doing with his yeah. guitar. You know? Oh, man. And I ain't mad. I ain't mad at him either, but... Not even not even a little bit. He's a... Uh, Rising Force gets me going, and then uh, Like an Angel uh, yeah. is a... Go check out that song. There's a live version of that on one of his albums that's absolutely phenomenal. So, anyway. But... Wow. 
guys, I definitely want to uh, I definitely want to rendezvous this uh, in Nam 2022 for sure. We'll do it. Hey, let's let's revisit that, man, for sure. I would love that, and I'd love to get you back on, man. As uh, you know, just just to hang. This is uh, this has been a lot of fun. Anytime, man. I had a great time, dude. I appreciate uh, you know you making time for me. Of course, of, of course, of course. Well, I'll go ahead and close this out. Uh, everybody who t- tuned in tonight, thank you so much for listening. It's always a blast. Uh, we'll definitely be back next week. Have an amazing week. God bless all you. Mr. TJ. One last note uh, for TJ, though. Uh, that's two to one nights right now. I Thanks, buddy. am well aware. I'm well aware. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you around, kid. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Of course. Uh, on that note, let me end on a high note. Uh, <laughs> there's still a third period left, and uh, we got the one nothing lead. Anyways, uh, love you guys. Dennis, thank you for joining. Great meeting you. Great chatting. Do it again. Lovely. Nam. Um, and subscribe to that thing, whatever. Check out Dennis in Vegas, whatever. Download his app or radio app. The whole works. Just get it done. Over to you, Robin. Dennis, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sorry I was I was a little late tonight. Uh, but uh, well, they told me that that's that's your thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did not say that. <laughs> um, but this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. I look forward to coming to Vegas and hanging out, and uh, hopefully we will make the Nam thing work. Um, and uh, who knows? Maybe the three of y'all can actually make me like Vegas. So, which I think Dude, y'all can. So I fun. think y'all can. Those I are know a guy. Old statements, sir. Um, I have faith in you. I have faith in you. And yes, for those of you wondering, it's two fully automatic Nerf guns in the corner. Um, none of you wondering. Everybody was wondering. Uh, they always are, Zach. They always are. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's. Uh, well, we have Johnny Gowdy next week. Um, and yeah, subscribe, smash that subscribe button, subscribe to us, subscribe to like, and leave cool comments. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Subscribe to Mr. Huff over there. Keep up with him and uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, the same usual time of eight 30. So unless Robin has something to do something else and be late. I don't have anything next week. Class dismissed. All right. Is this thing still on? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, but I'm pushing the button.